as we gradually come to the end of the Easter octave, uh, the weddings continues to tell us uh, of the post-resurrection, that is the appearance of Jesus to his disciples, to once again remind them of what the scripture says about the Son of Man, who will definitely rise on the third day. You remember all through his ministry, at a point before his journey into Jerusalem, he was telling them three times, the Son of Man will be killed and handed over to the chief priests and the elders, and they will kill him, but again he will rise on the third day. This post-resurrection experiences are fulfillment of the Son of Man rising on the third day. And like I said yesterday and other day, uh, these appearances, at first, they do not realize or recognize him, but at some point, either with breaking of bread or any other significant event, recalls that, you know, their previous experience or their previous encounter with the Lord. Today we see uh, something similar that happened in the public ministry of Jesus with his disciples. In the Gospel of Luke, chapter 5, we read uh, when Jesus, you know, came to the disciples, they were fishing and they caught nothing. And he asked them, cast your net into the deep. That is the Gospel of Luke, chapter 5. Here, John, in the end, the last chapter of his Gospel, John 21, is recalling, you know, it is evocative of the same previous experience. Now Christ has died, and many of the disciples went back to their previous way of life, that is fishing, and as usual, they caught nothing. And here is Christ coming again, similar to the same experience, put your net into the sea, and they caught 153 uh, species of uh, fish. Just a reminder, each time we talk about the boat, it is a symbol of the church. Uh, the Lord is always coming to the seashore, asking us to gather in souls, gather in souls, like cast your net into the fish and gather as many. It is the universality of salvation, salvation extending to everyone to come into this boat, this new ministry of Christ Jesus. It is only in him that we can be saved. Only in him we can be satisfied. You know, he invited them again like he invites us. Come and have breakfast. Come to my table and be nourished and be strengthened. For it is only I, when they said, it is the Lord. So it is only in him we can find the salvation, the fulfillment, the satisfaction of whatever hunger that we have. The first reading tells us, for anyone who calls, that is the last chapter, verse of the gospel of today, Acts of the Apostle chapter 4, the last verse, chapter verse 12, there is no salvation through anyone else, nor is there any other name under heaven. So there is no other name that we can be saved or nourished or strengthened, no other name, no political party, no race, no nation, except in this name of Jesus. Paul, we also highlight the same in his letter to Romans chapter 10, I think verse 13. For anyone who calls on the name of Jesus will be saved. Only in him 
apart from him, we cannot. We can run around anywhere seeking for solution to our problems, but it is only in him we can be saved. The Gospel of uh, John 15, put away from me, you can do nothing. It is only in the power of the name of Jesus we can be saved. Even when we gather at Mass, we sing, uh, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, because there is power, there is might in the name of Christ. If only we can recognize even the simple act of in the name of the Father, when we do it devoutly, recognizing the power of the holy name of Jesus, then we are not only sanctified, but also strengthened of the daily presence of God in the midst of our trials, in the midst of our uh, afflictions and pains. You see the disciples, they toyed as usual, but immediately the Christ, you know, the name of Christ. Or, okay, go back to uh, the first reading. We've been reading this act of the apostles. The problem here is the, man, the crippled man was healed, and he was healed only by the name of Christ. You remember in chapter 2 they said, we have nothing, savor and God we do not have, but in the name of Christ Jesus, get up and rise, and get up and walk. This man stood up and started walking. Just the power of the name of Christ, that this crippled man was healed. But the chief priests, the elders, they could not understand this, and they started making plot to have these disciples locked up in jail. And they insisted, it is only in this name of Christ, whom you crucified, rejected, abandoned, that is the cornerstone, the foundation on which we stand to perform this sign or miracle. So we can stand on the same name of Christ, the stone rejected, Peter in his letter says, Christ is the foundation, the stone, but all of us Christians are also, you know, part of the building on this structure, which is Christ already. So we can make bold to go out like the boat of the disciples to gather many uh, species of fish into this uh, boat, which is the church and the world, only in the name of Christ. May we also once again fan into flame the power of the name of Jesus. The power of the name of Jesus. Whoever calls on this name will be saved. Romans chapter 10, verse 13. May God bless his words in our hearts through Christ our Lord. Amen. May we now stand to offer our petitions. <clears throat> 